you are listening to the Yeah. <laughs>
I think I've mentioned a bunch of times I've been down the conspiracy rabbit hole back 2013. Lost my job, was angry, very angry, and I was home, and I was um I was in a bad place, and um I went down the conspiracy rabbit hole, and here's the kicker about going down the conspiracy rabbit hole when you're in a bad place, is that's where you point your anger. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're going down that conspiracy rabbit hole and you're angry already inside, you like that's a source of anger. Now you have somewhere to point your anger. And I feel like, at least in my case, it clouds your judgment. And, you know, your only perspective is is finding the information that substantiates your anger and um that's all you see is you know where what you want to be angry at but i feel like um now i'm going down this conspiracy rabbit hole like i'm just asking questions and trying to like i don't know you listen to these things and once you open your mind to them you go, you're, it's easy to go down that rabbit hole of wanting to believe something or you get like, um, uh, what's that called when you, like when you only like, you get people, like you put yourself in that echo chamber where you only listen to things that substantiate, but you don't listen to things that discredit it. So that's another place you can go. But um, I don't know. I don't know. This Bill Gates thing is, it, it's one of those things where there's like a lot of smoke. And when there's a lot of smoke, usually that means there's a fire. I'm not a fucking fire marshal. I've been wanting to do like a fire marshal. I wanted to bring back fire marshal fucking Bill. Fuck Jim Carrey. He doesn't want to do it anymore. I'll fucking do it. I mean, hey, 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 hey. No, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, fucking fire marshal bill i want to bring back health marshal bill or health health marshal i could just do like a health health marshal can i tell you something wash your hands you stinky animal (laughs) i'm bugging out um anyway these fucking conspiracy rabbit holes this bill gates thing i don't know just a lot um the thing is with this shit is i'm not good at like regurgitating this information it's easy online because you can type and you can like read articles while you type you can copy and paste and you can have these conversations but i just what i find interesting is not only the conspiracy theorist reaction is emotional but the people that don't believe the conspiracy theories or they're quick to like put out a conspiracy theory they're quick to always go with the narrative they're just as equally as emotional and like i put things out just to see what people respond like i don't i i literally put i put bill gates equals snake emoji on facebook just to see what people think about that like how does that make people respond and there were some people that have looked into it. There are some people that have just some people forming emotional responses. One person attacked me about Trump, 
which was weird because they were like, Trump's the real snake. And I was like, that's not, or you spelled Trump wrong. That's what they said. You spelled Trump wrong. And I was like, no, I didn't spell Trump wrong. Who the fuck is talking about Trump? Why does everything have to be about fucking Trump with these people? And by these people, I mean the people that are fucking angry at Trump. This, these people are just so goddamn angry. They just, it's like they just respond immediately with, I don't know, just anything. If you say anything political right now, if you say anything, like just anything triggers people. I don't know why the fuck I'm yawning. Anything just triggers people to be um, Trump the fuck up. I don't get it. It's just, it's crazy fucking times. I was listening to a podcast by, um, uh, I want to say George Carlin, but that was the fucking comedy show I listened to as that was George Carlin. It's Dan Carlin. He does a podcast called Hardcore History, but which is a phenomenal podcast if you love history. Great stories. Uh, I believe they're like most of the episodes are now. You have to pay for them, but they're fucking worth it. They're like a dollar ninety nine, but they're so they're really good. And um. He has another podcast called Common Sense with Dan Carlin. And this podcast, it's kind of like a current events. It's like a politics podcast. And apparently this guy, Dan Carlin, used to be a radio show host. He's got the, that voice. It's just, just a tremendous voice that locks you in. And he has he just did this episode. He hasn't done an episode in like two years or three years of this Common Sense podcast. And he's been honest about it because he just doesn't know how to communicate in these crazy times. The guy literally said, I don't know how to communicate in these times. I'm not fucking doing the podcast. And um, he just did a podcast said, um, I think it was called The Road to Caesar or um, Pandemics to Caesar. I don't know. Basically saying like, and the podcast is just talking about how. The presidency has accumulated all this power and nobody like and no this is one thing I've been saying for a while. Like if there's anything that comes out of this Trump presidency, I hope that it's people seeing how much power the president has. Like it's just an overwhelming amount of power. And they all get away with shit. Every they all get away with pushing the envelope because neither side is gonna Neither side is going to really attack it. Like, they'll be political about it on certain points, but on certain other points of authority, they're, like, on the same team because they know their team's going to get the power soon, too. I fucking hate this yawning. It's so stupid. Um, so... The, his podcast, I mean, that this is what I'm talking about, just me trying to regurgitate information. I butcher everything. But... He was just talking about the political climate these days and how we're all to blame for creating this tit for tat cycle, this, you know, one up, up uh, one upsmanship or where it's like, the, you know, we just make the other side out to be evil. And the fact that there's two sides and all, it's just very toxic, very toxic times. And that's why he doesn't even want to participate in these uh, in these freaking political climate which i don't blame him you know no matter what he says the backlash on it is going to be so hard like but either side it's so 
either side is just so angry. And what I've noticed, my experience is the people on the left are a lot angrier right now because their guy's not in. And before, the people on the right were angry when Obama was in. And it's just like, I wish these people would point the same, like, I wish people brought the same energy to their side that they did to the other side. Because then maybe you could clean up your own side. Maybe we wouldn't have a fucking two rapists running against each other or alleged rapists. Um I don't know if there's ever been a time in history that that's been the case. I doubt it. Well, who knows? Maybe the maybe un, unaccused. We live in different times where in a good time where women feel more empowered to confront their attackers, which is fantastic. It's, that's great. Um but there's also a lot of I don't I don't even want to go down that hole. It's just crazy, man. It's just crazy that people are so antagonistic towards each other. Um, I, you know, I have a comedian friend that I always uh, go back and forth with on Facebook. Uh, just about anything. Like anything he posts, I'll say something. And anything I post, he'll say. Not anything, but most of the things. You know, we just go back and forth. We have different points of views and we express them with each other, but we never disrespect each other. I don't think. And I don't think, you know, we never um, threaten each other. We never call each other out of each other's names. We never like insult each other. It's always, I mean, we don't, we kind of insult each other, but it's never, I don't even think we do. I mean, it's like some sarcasm and stuff, things like that, but that's it. Like, and I like that. I like having my ideas challenged because that's how I know my ideas. That's how you know your ideas are valid at all is when your ideas are challenged. So and the fact that I'm able to talk to him and have this intelligent challenge to an idea. And I know it's it's confrontational a lot, but it's never disrespectful where we always can talk about other things too you know what i'm saying like it's just i don't see that in a lot of people and a lot of people like i was just in a, in a conversation with him too he posted a graph that had um the american deaths by tragedy for each president right there was a bush column there was an obama column and there was a trump column and each president had two columns and i just pointed out that you know bush had 9-11 and I think it was the Iraq war. And then Obama had on this list, he had Benghazi and um, uh, Benghazi. And I forgot what the other one was. And then Trump had COVID and uh, I don't know what the other one was too for Trump. But anyway, the, all I did was point out was that, hey, this is and this basically was highlighting that Obama had minor tragedies during his, that's what the person that put the graph together was trying to show, that Obama had less tragedy during his administration or less deaths than than any other president. And I pointed out that, hey, um, H1N1's missing from this list h1n1 was 12,469 that's the median estimate for 
United States deaths, deaths in the United States. I don't think people remember that. I didn't remember that at all, that this was so many fucking deaths over a year's period was 12,469 deaths. And the high number estimates are 18,000. Low number estimates are like 8,000. But the median estimate is 12,469 deaths to H1N1 back in 2009. Now, when I posted this, my only intention was pointing out the fact that that was the amount of deaths that it was missing. This is a another, you know, both sides do this. They make these political memes and people call them out. And I listen, when I post something that's like that and you call it out to me. I appreciate that shit because I didn't think of it. I didn't know. You just informed me. I have no problems being wrong. I have no problems being misinformed. I have no problem being corrected. That's fine. So that's all I was doing. The people on the post took it the wrong way. The person I was posting on took it and got defensive about Obama and, you know, what was he supposed to do? Was, can he prevent those deaths? I was like, hey, I'm not arguing that point. I have no idea. I don't think he could have prevented those deaths. He was in off. This happened in April of his first year of office. What the fuck's he going to do in three or four months before this breakout happened? So, you know what I mean? Like he just took office. It wasn't like he was in office a year or two like Trump or he was towards the end of his office. I mean, the end of his time in office this was his first year like he just took the position i'm not attacking obama about the h1n1 deaths never have because i don't remember i don't remember the time i didn't even know it was that big of a number 28 million fucking americans got that shit 28 fucking million americans got h1n1 i had no idea i did not know i don't remember this was 2009 I don't even, what the fuck, I was working in the Empire State Building in New York City at that time, fucking banging needles in my ass, I was fucking um, just getting off of uh, parole, um, I was working at a fucking mail review and AC, I had just met my wife, like, you know, just met her, like we had just started dating that year. I mean, I wasn't paying attention. Like, I just didn't give a fuck. I was busy living my goddamn life, and I really wasn't into politics or anything like that. I had already voted for Obama once because that's what I did growing up was vote for the motherfucking Democrats. That's what we did. All right. It didn't matter. We weren't informed. We didn't know what they did. We didn't know what they stood for. We just knew Democrats were for the poor people. That was it. Then, um. So I didn't remember any of these deaths or anything that happened during this time. So like I like I I don't I can't comment to that. I asked a question and people thought I was trying to compare H1N1 to COVID-19. Like I was like, "Hey, how come we didn't shut the government down for this? This was a lot of deaths." I don't remember the fucking time. I'm trying to get people to remember. People are like, "This is different." <laughs> compare I'm like, "Hey, listen, we know that now, but we didn't know that back then that there was another virus going to come." Like, why didn't we react that way? What was the difference? And, you know, people were saying important things like the spread of social media, the information. I wanted to know, can the government, could we have shut the government down like that at that time like we do now? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm asking questions. And you can't even ask questions because people get so fucking sensitive. But, um, 
anyway, that I mean, that was the point. And then I just people, then some fucking cat lady attacked me and fucking trying to bring me out back and hit me with a switch so she could educate me. Like, I, you know, like that people say things like that. They jump to insults so fast. And when you jump to an insult that quickly, that's because you don't have the mental capacity to have a fucking conversation. You don't have the mental capacity to argue like intelligently. And that immediately for me, you lose like I, I'm not arguing facts with you no more. Now I'm going to make fun of you. I want to trash you. And I'm all right with that. I'm happy. All right. But um, I don't know. Man. I want to get back to fucking telling jokes on stage. I don't want to like. I don't know. I don't want to make fucking videos. Fucking. Um, I don't want to make TikTok videos. I don't want to be creative. I mean, I could be putting things together and I'm uh, making this podcast better rather than me just sit here and fucking ramble. So many things I could do around the house. I got this couch behind me. I just got these slippers behind me on the floor. My daughter's slippers. I brought this uncomfortable ass couch I got from Walmart. I got this couch from Walmart for like 110 bucks. It's a futon. It's the most uncomfortable thing in the world. Just to sit on, like as a couch, it's uncomfortable. And um, but it was $110. I bought it on online, as a matter of fact, from Walmart.com. Back when we were um running fucking numbers out of fucking Clifton. We weren't running numbers. Alright, um what else is going on? Easter, bro. Easter's over. Easter the house Easter. The Easter in the house. We didn't do anything. I didn't even dress up. I should have put some khakis on. <laughs> I should have put some khakis on or something. Got dressed up nice. We didn't even do that. Bro. We, I don't even think we got out of our pajamas. No, my wife did. She had to go pick up the stuffed shells from Nona's house. She had to pick up the stuffed shells. Those got baked. Those were delicious. Still got a whole tray of that left. But the best thing about Easter, the most favorite. Mm. You hear that bag? Rumbling. Oh. Oh yeah, look at that. Oh, I'm gonna eat one. Mmm. Delicious Cadbury eggs. The mini eggs. The Cadbury mini eggs are by far my favorite chocolate of all time. I'm I've been getting. I've been eating to the point of getting sick these last couple days. Between yesterday, yesterday I got ill. Yesterday I got ill. I had so many cannolis and so many um, shells. I've just been eating, bro. I've just been eating a lot and not being active. That'll be another podcast for another day. I'm gonna keep this one short tonight. I don't want to ramble and for fucking ears all night. But um, I went to Walgreens today. And I got the uh, the after Easter sale. I don't know if you know this. Maybe you guys have enough money to fucking blow. But I love a good sale. And after the holidays, the day after the holiday, they have some good sales. So after Easter, hmm. I went to Walgreens this morning. All the Easter candy, 50% off. Buy five, you get one free. By five, anything Easter related, you get one free. I bought five things. 
and I get to the counter, keeping my fucking distance from the other people so I don't sneeze on their necks. And um, I uh, she started ringing me up and everything was full price. And I'm like, hey, girl, hey, hey, young lady, excuse me, because when you complain, you got to get that fucking good Caucasian voice going. Excuse me, young lady. These are on sale. The sale price is not ringing up right now. And she was like, ooh, let me go see. Because, you know, we're in Patterson. She's like, ooh, let me go see. I don't even know what the price is. I'm like, all right, bet. Check it out. I don't even know why these voices are fucking terrible. And then she goes and looks and then comes back. And this bag here that I'm holding up, this is a uh, an 18-ounce bag. Of Cadbury Mini Eggs 18 ounce bag is regularly priced At $7.99 Ladies and gentlemen $7.99 for this bag There's 16 Servings inside of this bag right? I've already had 8 8 servings are already down And she rang That shit up I thought you know it was supposed to be $3 3 and change Each bag each bag she rang it up for 50 cents She gave me buy one get one Free on top of that all right, so when that she was done ringing everything up, including a little jar of peanut butter and a little stuffed bear, two of these big bags, and a Starburst, the Starburst um, jelly beans, she rang me up for 30 bucks. That's when I was like, hey, you know, you forgot the sale. I thought it was going to be like 15 bucks, you know, 50% off. Uh-uh. She rang those shits up for 50 cents and gave me buy one, get one free. I spent $6 on a candy. Six motherfucking dollars on $30 worth of candy. So you know what I'm doing? I'm going back again tomorrow for a restock and get me some more because that is a good fucking sale. I'm glad she fucked it up. She didn't give a shit either. She was just like, mm-hmm, rang it up. was like, have a nice day. I was like, no, you have a nice fucking day. You have a fantastic day. I hope you get promoted to manager because you're going to be my best friend. That was good, man. I've been eating these candy. I love it. That's why I'm That's the real reason I'm cutting this podcast short so I can just sit here and eat. I can't really eat these in your ear. So I'm just going to eat. Crush them in your ear. Let's see how you like it. But uh, I'm going to end this podcast. I'm about to go live on Facebook. See if we can't track down who Victoria Lane is. Who is this Victoria Lane? What have you done with my phone? Why are you calling people that I know? Or texting them. You're not even calling anybody. Because you can't call because it's a spoof number. It's a text service number. You can't call it. You can't call the number. So what are you really doing? Fucking weird. I'm going to get to the bottom of it. Detective Vixedeno reporting here from the VCast. I hope you all are being safe. And um, I don't know, maybe next time on the next podcast, we'll talk more about that Bill Gates conspiracy. I don't know. I, I, I'm not prepared to talk about it. That's why I didn't really want to go into it. I talked about it on the Survival God podcast. Again, because listen, this is something new to me. I always thought Bill Gates was a fucking geek. And now there's a fucking conspiracy that this guy's the second uh, the Antichrist. All right. They call him the Antichrist. It's fucking crazy. All right. 
So thank you very much for listening. If you made it this far, I hope you're fucking safe with your family and your home. And I hope you have some income. And if you don't, I hope you can get some income and things are working out for you. If not, hey, stay positive. That's the one thing you have control over is your goddamn perspective and it's your emotions. You control that shit. Just think about it. All right. Thanks. Love you. Mwah.